up, everybody? This is Ivelisse, a.k.a. the baddest bitch in the building, a.k.a. La Sicaria, and you're listening to Pro Wrestling Post Podcast. You're listening to the Pro Wrestling Post Podcast with your host, Mark Madison. This episode's guest is Ivy Lease. Visit ProWrestlingPost.com for interviews, blogs, and upcoming events in your area. You can also find the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor, or whatever podcast app you prefer. And now, here's your host, Mark Madison. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is Mark Madison here with Lucha Underground's own Eva Lise. Uh Welcome, Eva Lise, for joining us. Uh, we really do appreciate your time. Thank you. Hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Uh, now, training at an early age in Puerto Rico, would, uh, what would you say some of the pros and cons of training at such a young age would have been for you? Um, I think uh, clearly it's a big advantage. Um, I, I was able to learn a lot. Uh, I mean, I was able to, to be uh, quite knowledgeable at, at uh, you know, and, and still young um, in comparison to others that had started when, you know, late in their 20s or whatnot. So that, that created it's a big, uh, a big gap that I, a big, you know, uh, it, it just, it just gave me an edge over, over others because you see, you would see me and I'm young and so you would expect me to not know much of what I was doing, but I would, I was already at a certain level, um, and that helped me have an edge over, you know, the other girls and whatnot and just, just better for me to advance through my career, um, from, from young. And I mean, for an example, I'm I'm still in my twenties, and I've already thirteen years, uh, thirteen years, have thirteen years of experience, have wrestled in so many different, uh, in actually most um, major companies. Um, and uh, you know, it, 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 that's the pros, and then the cons are that I, I've missed out on a lot of things um, from from young. It, it's a very hard business, so I've been sacrificing a lot for a very long time. For you know, since I was. 15, so it, it kind of, I, I've missed out on quite a lot of things, like the most simplest things, I would say, like even like going to a concert or whatever, like there's a lot of things that I sacrificed for me, like, you know, from starting at a young age, so the pros is, you know, gives me an edge over my, you know, over the other uh, the other wrestlers or whatnot, and, and the cons would be you know, all the sacrifices and all, everything that you have to go through in order to progress in the business. Um, if you had to do it all over? Would you change a thing or would you, are you happy with the way the course of the way things went? Because the advantages seem like they're pretty plentiful, right? Having that edge over everybody, but the cons are more, um, you know, missing out on things. But Personal, yeah, yeah. on the personal level. If you had a chance to change anything, do you regret necessarily or not necessarily? Um, um, some people say, you know, I wouldn't change a thing. <laughs> I'm always debating that <laughs> in my uh, head uh, whether or not it was a, a good op- uh, whether it was a good decision for me to start so young. But the thing is that I'm I've always been such an ambitious uh, person and hardworking person that I, I don't think I would have done it any other way, even if I had the choice. Um, I'm very ambitious. I love to to work hard for what I want, and I, I do whatever it takes. And I started when I was 15. To me, in my mind, the the, the, the sooner I started, the the better off I'd be, especially knowing that I had so, so, so many odds against me to, you know, to fulfill my my goal and my dream and all that. So, you know, I, I think regardless of the pros and cons and, and whatnot, I think I wouldn't change anything. 
Now, it's, it's said that you were trained by uh, some of the most legendary wrestlers out there, Carlos Colon, Savio Vega. Uh, what insight did they maybe give you at such a young age? I know it's so long ago. I mean, at 15, what can you really grasp then that you could say, looking back, that you're able to say, oh, this is what they were talking about? And, and maybe what was that experience like working under them? Well, it was more of a... Not, I, mean, I wasn't... I, I know that it says on Wikipedia that I was or somewhere that I was trained by Carlos Colon, but I, I wasn't necessarily trained by them. I was more mentored at that time. Um, more so, Savio Vega. Okay. Um, and it... it uh, I mean, clearly that, that's uh, priceless, um, but more so than anything, when I when I came to the U.S., I was... Uh, when I went to SPW, I would say Norman, Norman Smiley was a big standout of the trainers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I did learn quite a lot of things from him, and I still that I still use now. And you know, I didn't. I, the most the the most important thing that I learned from him wasn't even from wasn't even like a in ring wrestling thing. It was actually uh, uh, <laughs> funny. He would always tell me to smile, Norman Smiley, because <laughs> I don't really smile very much. I can come off kind of intense because I'm always so focused, so I look serious a lot, mm-hmm. and people get intimidated or, or they just don't know how to read me or whatnot so he would tell me to smile more <laughs> so that falls into the politicking side just to be more smile this mad and whatever so like he kind of uh, helped me realize how you know not necessarily politicking in the sense of like trying to be fake or whatever but at the very least to look a little more welcoming okay alright fair enough that, that helped me a lot it sounds like a very small thing but it really made a big difference well hey, if people are having a hard time reading you too but the thing is, did you ever feel that if, okay, they want me to smile more, but does that take away from the character you're trying to, um... Oh, no. It, no. It's it not in a not in a character sense, in a, in a, like, backstage or just... Ah, gotcha. In, in general, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, because, you know, there's, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot to be happy That's about. What, <laughs> yeah, like, the problem that you said. Um, now, how did... How would you say... Tr- now, it also mentions... Um, training in Chicago, independent scene, kind of built you up a little yeah. bit. Um, would you say training in, or competing on the independence from where it is today for you as opposed to where it was um, when you first got started? I mean, we're not talking a, like a huge amount of time, but the time itself, has it changed from your perspective? Even just whether it's uh, watching uh, how the men compete, how the women compete. Honestly, I, the changes that I see are not are not necessarily on uh, how people perform. People, honestly, it's just become a little more, you know, spotty more mm. than so. But I mean, it's always been like that. That's what makes the indies different from like, from uh, like major companies, like TV companies or whatever. Um, but uh, what I see that is is changed more, I would say, in a positive way, is that they're giving women more more uh, spotlight. It's like they're, I suppose they're being inspired by major companies to finally give women some some credit and respect, or at least more opportunity. Um, you know, so I, I see that that's a change that I didn't see before, and that's pretty cool. Um, so now you've had a chance to compete all over, um, whether it's North America. Uh, how many countries would you say you've had a chance to compete in? I've been to China, Chile, Ecuador, Mexico, um, England. 
I mean, UK. Yep. So about five, six, I'll be going to Australia soon. So <laughs> I probably will make it seven. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Um, in, in the six countries that you've been in, what have you said the biggest difference in the crowds that you've had to compete in front of being? What's the what crowd? What's like, the- so what would you say? Uh, everybody has a certain quality, cer- certain things, I, I guess, resonate with certain fans, right? Uh, oh, some, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so some things, you know, they like the spots, repeated spot after spot. Some it's more fan interaction. Yeah. What have you noticed as biggest differences for you from country to country? Well, uh, Mexico uh, definitely was a really hard one for me to figure out um, in the sense, which is ironic because I am um, I, 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 Hispanic and <laughs> I, Puerto Rico is pretty similar to Mexico. Mm-hmm. But in Mexico, it's, it's all about spot, spot, but at the same time, the, you also work, like, it's almost like you forget what's happening in the ring and you, ha- you have to work the crowd. So it's just a little confusing to find, find the formula that's supposed to work. But the crowd is very animated, so I love that about Mexico. They're very, they're very animated, and Puerto Rican crowd is super animated as well. Uh, you find some crowds more sit on their hands a little bit until you're, like, in their face? I've heard of cases. So I've heard of some cases where you know, some fans will just sit on their hands and it, it, you're like pulling teeth to try and get a reaction. And then not until you're leaning over the, the railing, growling in their face, are they scattering 10 rows. So uh, yeah. have you ever noticed? And even in Puerto Rico, like fans are also, I also in Mexico as well, like the fans are very, very passionate fans. Um, in Puerto Rico, they'll, they, they have instruments um, that they, use when the match is going on and whatnot, they use instruments to follow along with the action. Oh, wow. What kind of instruments? It's, um, like, like there's, like, uh, not drums, um, I don't know what it's called. Uh, there's also, like, a trumpet. Mm-hmm. That's the, I think that's the most, uh, famous one. <laughs> The popular one, I mean, um, it's like a trumpet type thing that they use to go along with a very unique. I don't know, that's probably the most unique that I've seen, as, at least as of yet. Um, and they follow along with like the hit of, it's, it's hard to explain. You'd have to like, I, I, I invite you to, to, I don't know if that, I'm sure there's some video of it somewhere. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, and then sometimes even like the fans will get really crazy. They'll like, like if you're like a, a bad guy or whatever and piss them off enough or something like they'll like sit, 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 towards you, sit towards you or like throw stuff at you like you've talked about 14 year pro very young age um, you talked about Norman Smiley encouraging you to smile but what would you say some of the um, the lessons you've learned uh, going through the business because you've said you know there, there are obstacles and challenges that you had to face um, I don't know if uh, being Latin and trying to transition and learn the language and being familiar with the North American style is a challenge. Um, I, I Only you can talk of what that was, but what would you say over the course of your career up until this point you've found or gotten, kind of rolled with the punches and gotten better with? My number one uh, most difficult thing has always been the politicking side. In any any situation, it's very, because I'm a very, very honest person, but in any like situation, like anything that's considered any political type of behavior behavior to me is very hard to do because mm-hmm. um, I'm a super honest person um, so uh, that has always been 
sadness. From the very beginning, my number one thing, like, that has been most difficult. Like, in-ring stuff, like, that's my work. That's, I delve myself completely, like, literally tunnel vision, and I try to perfect it as much as I possibly can, and all of that. But then the, the other side um, of it, where I, ha- you know, with people, and, like, uh, like, there's always, like, oh, well, you shouldn't say that because that's not, not nice, or, mm. or you're supposed to be this way, or you're supposed to be like this, or you're supposed to act like this, or whatever, like, all the politicking, or, or you have to be like this with people, or this, or that, and like, I don't know, that, to me, that, that was always, has always been the number one uh, thing, but obviously throughout the years, I've m- needed to learn that, that is where my hard work is at, in the politicking aspect, like, the ring stuff, that, that comes to me, because I've always been an athlete, and, and always very dedicated, so, to me, honestly, my most struggle has been learning the whole politicking aspect. Uh, do you think that changes from promotion to promotion or some places are just... Yes. Yeah? Yes, okay. because... It, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, because every place is different. Every every place has a different level of, like, how important politics are and all that. Um, and clearly, WWE's politicking, or at least at that time, I don't know now, but at least at that time, politicking was incredibly essential. Um, uh, now, um, I see uh, that from from what I see, it's, it's better and, and here it's better. You know, from like a, co- a colleague wrestler, you know, fellow wrestlers and whatnot, from what I hear is a little better or whatever, but there it was like my biggest, like when I, at that time I was not prepared whatsoever to take on like the politics aspect of it. We're talking about like five years removed, six years removed? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've learned a lot uh, about it, but I still, to my, still, like it's still something that I, I struggle with. Yeah. Like, I suppose it's because I've always been an athlete, so in my mind it's like, okay, work hard, you know, try to be the best as you can and you'll get rewarded and be the best you can. That doesn't work like that. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Mm. Um that's just like my athlete mentality since I've been an I've been an athlete since I was eight. Right. So like the expectation is completely utterly different than an artist because we are pro athletes as artists, actors. So it's the, the trying to find that balance within that world is always a struggle. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only five. per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Um, I've talked to wrestling promoters that often talk about, well, you know, I look at the, the guys and girls that don't just, you know, clock in, clock out, but come in, help set up the ring, have the conversations, um, show a, a willingness to, I don't know if that falls under politicking, but, um, but that willingness to improve and grow, those things kind of show like an overall okay, I'm one of the boys, I'm one of the girls, and I'm willing to roll up my sleeves and do what's needed to do. You know, if that's, 
if that can be a challenge, it's, it's, it's hard, I guess. And I can see where there's the other side of it. You know, I, I work really hard for what I do. Why isn't that getting acknowledged? So uh, I can respect that. But I think there's both sides of it to kind of look at because from the promoter side, they're like, I, I know that this person offers so much. However, um, you know, if, if you walk, not saying you, but others, if they walk, if they walk around like they think they own the place, then it kind of, it rubs people the wrong way. Um, now, Tough Enough, uh, lends itself several opportunities. Um, some of the current, um, Smack, uh, Raw, and, well, not Raw, but, uh, yeah, Raw has, um, one of the Tough Enough competitors from the last, most recent one as part of their program now. Uh, but how did the opportunity all come about for you and what led you to apply for a spot on the show? I actually, when that came up, I was, uh, training, um, MMA in Chicago and I was actually on my way towards switching. Path, I would say. Uh, I was on my way towards switching to MMA and I was starting to train and uh, I'd been training for like oh, like around eight months at that time um, and I was going, I was planning to like debut for a company and like a team and everything and when that popped up, I just saw it as an opportunity um, to, you know, I, I, okay. At that time, I believe I was like six years into wrestling or so or six to seven um, and I thought in my head, you know, that was a, a great opportunity I, and I had only been there not very long because I had got just there from Puerto Rico here to the state from Puerto Rico so it was like the first legitimate like opportunity that presented itself and I said oh well I could finally do something you know while here in the U.S. it was the first opportunity that popped up um big opportunity so I, I I said you know what what do I have to lose like literally I'm already planning to do this and planning to go on this road but this would be a good opportunity to take if you know if this for me. <clears throat> so it was like my last shot, uh, you know, to give to, 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 to the whole wrestling journey that I had. Um, so I did it and thankfully I, I got chosen. Uh, once that happened, I said, okay, well, here I have a big opportunity in front of me and I just started training MMA. So let me exploit this opportunity as much as I possibly can, take advantage of this opportunity as much as I can. And if I find, if it finally something comes of it, then great, I can continue down this road and you know and it, it's the, the ultimate goal and, and go, go and, you know continue on that and uh, and and it did it happened so I said well I literally only started training MMA and I have already invested six seven years and sacrifices into this so let me continue here <laughs> um, now you said you had trained uh, in FCW Florida Championship Wrestling but it also transitioned to NXT <laughs> now um, I can say a, a lot of the fans north of the border here uh, in Canada may not have had the opportunity to see the, the Sophia Cortez character, but how would you have described her being and could you have seen, you know, things worked out being what they could have been, having more legs and develop a little more? Well, honestly, um, I was actually going to, before I was released, I was already on my way, like I was scheduled to uh, film my package to introduce to introduce my character. I was going to be, I was actually going to be that, that, that MMA uh, female persona. Hmm. Um, and that got cut short uh, due to Bill DeMont doing whatever he needed to do to get me out. But Sophia Cortez was as close 
to what I am now as I possibly could have made it with their approval. Okay. Um, because at that time it was still it was still a a, a flourishing thought of the whole anti diva thing, which me and Paige, you know, when we came together, that's what you know, that's what I had in my mind since I stepped foot there. So once she came in, it was like to me, I thought I was like, oh great, well she thinks you know she has the same uh she has the same thought process. Uh, let's you know strength by numbers, let's get together, and that's how the whole anti diva thing came up. Um and. I was always constantly trying to think of ways that, you know, think of like, things that I could present to them that I could do to break that mold. I wanted to, to color my hair. I wanted to do everything possible to, like, break that mold. There's very few things that they even approved of me. Like, even, like, they even would want me to tone down, like, my persona, like, when I was, when I was talk, like, and, like, different things. It was, like, it was, like, hard. It was hard for me to be what I wanted to see to like break that whole mold mm-hmm. but but um it was the closest I could get to it uh of what I am now like completely myself like there's not an, an inch of the word diva when you look at me it's a pure wrestler a pure athlete towards the end I was actually scheduled to do that MMA gimmick and didn't have it are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only 5 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. You had a chance to spread your wings with different promotions, uh, working with Shine, and it also talks about you having a a couple of opportunities with TNA. What did you walk away from one experience to the other for yourself? How was the environment? What did I walk away with? Yeah, like how how would you say the environment, um, the experiences were different? Because I'm sure personnel handles things so much differently. You just kind of alluded to it earlier, but um, the way they... well, at that time, um, again, like it was, it was hard for me to like understand and deal with like the whole politics thing and all of that. Like, um, so when I when I went when I you know was exploring opportunities, like let's say with uh, TNA and all that, it was still kind of a little bit of a struggle for me to like figure out what the hell they mean with politicking mm. and stuff. Like, in my mind, it's go there, do the best job you possibly can, you know, not bother anybody, be polite, and that's it. Well, that I don't know. Apparently, that's not correct or whatever. I don't know. But either way, um, you know, the whole and this, another thing too is like I don't know anybody. You know, it's not like oh my uncle is from this and that or mm. or my mother is this or that or like I'm I'm a complete alien. So like the, the, again, politicking comes from and there's many different aspects to politicking. Politicking there's an aspect to politicking where oh you know this person so they're gonna put a good in a good word for you. Or politicking aspect comes from, oh, you, I'm going to be straight up. You kiss ass to certain people so that they have uh, good things to say about you. Or, or you, 
are super, 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 like, uh, chatty with everyone and, like, try to be, you know, popular and, like, so people like you and then, then they have things, just things to say about you, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I don't know, to me, it just feels like a high school. Like, I don't, something I don't, it's not natural to me or whatever. So I had to learn from that. So whole things with TNA, like, it's always the same thing. I would always get, oh, well, she's great in the ranks. Like, there's nothing that they couldn't say about me in terms of, like, my work, but but apparently I didn't have enough conversations, or I don't know what. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, no, I hear you. I hear you. It's um, it's unfortunate because skill generally stands out. But I mean, um, it's sounding like there's a lot more walls to try and overcome because you should just feel comfortable being yourself without somebody saying something to you or not making you feel a part of it. Um, And I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry that that's been kind of the road that's kind of been in front of you. Yeah, like apparently, it just kind of sucks is like apparently unless you're like, unless you have a conversation with every single person that crosses your path, you're somehow something or whatever or rude or you're somehow like, however the hell it is that they take it or whatever or I don't know. Or it's just like, or, or they, or because I was so focused on giving the best performance the other girl had a chance to chat her way to more people and have mm. more people get to know her so they feel compelled to help her more or whatever like so because I'm not all up in other people's business trying to talk to them and getting you know and just focused on my work like I get forgotten because of that even though I can even though I can outshine the other person or not necessarily just outshine because if I'm more experienced there then my job's not to outshine and my job to carry them so even if I were to even even push that aside and carry them mm. still that doesn't mean anything because I didn't speak to enough people in the back <laughs> well what about working with Shine because it felt like there were a lot of positives at least from what my like from what I've read lead me to believe that there were a number of you know, positives that maybe come, came out of that experience or would you say it was very similar from promotion to promotion Shine was the one place that I was appreciated for my work more so than how many people I spoke or who I spoke to or whatever. So that's why it worked out so great for me and I had such a great experience there and I was actually able finally to to, to show who I really was um, in the business and you know and then that's where all the you know match of the year all the matches of the year came and all the all that stuff and it's like because I was finally allowed to you know have that that opportunity those opportunities to do that and all of that not because of how many conversations I had or who I spoke to or just asked or whatever but but just of like the product that I was putting out there. And I will always forever be grateful for that because to me that's what it's about. To me that's what I what I care for. That's what the most that I care for. Like I don't I don't care how much money I can make somewhere or whatever. Like, you know, for an example in Lucha Underground that they have me as a girlfriend and, you know, all that and I've spoken of how that, that doesn't interest me. It doesn't interest me to, to go out there and, you know, act and just and, and, and being love stories and all this stuff that's not what I, I've worked 13 years for I've worked 13 years for to have opportunities to be able to show what I can do and to contribute to women's wrestling and, and create you know awesome products um, now for some fans that have a bit of a harder time kind of understanding maybe you can shed light on your perspective of it. so 
So when Lucha Underground first came about, the idea of um, on, I guess, in a major promotion, because I know it's kind of growing more on the independence, but having um, men and women face each other. And I mean, the uh, gender alone, the, the talent is exceptional, like just to watch the exchanges. But what have you found from the experience? Is it always something you've been familiar with and then now is just kind of rising to popularity or is it uh, because I mean there's videos that come out um, women taking some really really stiff bumps from guys and and whether it's a power bomb I'm like I don't know how that in any world doesn't look like abuse but when we look at the athleticism that can go on between the both it's it is art just like you would said uh, what's your opinion on that belief or how it should be handled or how is it done so that um, it's not careless even if it may look sometimes like that yeah um, I think that I've, I myself uh, honestly intergender wrestling is not something that even though like I've been doing it for, for a long time and I, and I actually prefer to wrestle guys than, than girls. But in a realistic standpoint, um, in, in, in realistic standpoint in the sense of, of like when I if I if I were to choose, um, I'm, if I'm going to do a TV uh, match and if I were to choose to do a match between a guy and a girl on TV, or you know. At least to me, in my mind, you want it to be as realistic as possible. Like, it's, it's something that is very delicate. But, I mean, like, every time that I wrestle guys, I try to make it as realistic as possible. To me, that's the the, 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 the way that it makes sense the most to go for it. I mean, yeah, c- clearly in an art perspective, you can go out there and do literally whatever you want. Like, exactly. Obviously, in an acting sense, you can go out there and do whatever you want. I can literally stand in the ring and get my chest open and I fall on the floor and, oh, my God, I act out. Like, there's a million different things you can do in an art perspective. But when it comes to professional wrestling, professional wrestling, we're supposed to go out there and make what we're doing look as real as possible. And, and realistically, if I was in there with a 200-pound guy in a fight, you know, all it takes is for him to clock me one, one punch and I'm out. So realistically speaking, if I were to do a match where I'm wrestling such, such you know, opponent, then I would have to do, I would have to make that match represent that reality as much as possible, as close as it can be, in order for, you know, for the person watching to even remotely care or invest in what they're looking at because otherwise it's just going to be like ah ha ha look uh, that's funny or the opposite oh my god this guy is you know killing this woman instead of oh wow look at this you know it's a story it becomes a story if I if I make it as realistic as possible obviously if I'm up against a 200 pound guy I'm not going to try to you know power overpower him and even so even if I was against a, a guy that was close to my size he's still stronger than me, period. Mm. By, by genes, period. So he's still stronger than me, so I still would have to go, you know, by that realistic aspect. Um, anyway. As part of the inaugural Trials Champions, along with uh, Son of Havoc and Helico, um, must have come with a sense of pride because, you know, you're being rewarded for your overall contributions. Uh, what did, what did the build to that match and the experience holding the championships 
mean to you? Well, honestly, like, my I broke my ankle for that match, so I didn't contribute to it as much as I would have wanted to. Yeah. Um, it means it means more to me. But but matches before leading up to that, um, it was it was a uh, pretty cool. Um, it's something that that was put together as well, like last second. They just they saw that it, it worked, like our whole like storyline or whatever, or like the chemistry between the three of us. Like so, they like just put it together. But I don't know. I me personally, I'm that was the first time I was ever put in like a team type of scenario. Most of my career, I've been a singles competitor, so mm-hmm. that was like the first time that I've been put in a team. I, I've often heard when it comes to trying to work. I could just hear like a tag team is hard to try and get four people on the same page, but to try and get yeah, six it's hard people. Yeah, to get two people on the same page and six. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, that is, it's very difficult. Very, very difficult. Uh, the reason I asked that question about, you know, how it made you feel, because of everything it felt like you had gone through when you talked about politicking, that um, on a public stage, you're being rewarded. Um, and yeah, we can look at it as a storyline, but we can also look at it as, you know, it's it's a triumph. It's, you know, Ivelisse coming out despite having to break her ankle essentially right uh, in giving her best um i guess the fan in me kind of looks at that in a different perspective so i was just wondering to get your vibe on it that's all um and now you talked uh, a little bit about you know storyline wise if like a 200 pound guy cracked you but um if now the opportunity came about for the lucha underground championship mil mil muertes I'm Italian, so I'm not sure if I butchered this, the pronunciation on that. Um, has you know a lot bigger. Um, how did that experience come about, and how did you find that exchange? That was great. Um, I, I, he, he's a fellow Puerto Rican, um, coming from the same background, so we knew right away, you know, like, dude, let's, let's make this work, let's make this awesome, and that clicked easily. We were on the same page from the get-go, um, there was no nothing, no ego, we were on the same page in the sense that, uh, it was obvious that it was a David and Goliath <laughs> scenario, mm-hmm. um, and I was, I just, I kept thinking of ways of how I could project my David stance. Um, and he was like, cool, great. And then I suggested a couple of things um, to him, and he was all for it. He did, he was, he, honestly, he was one of the easiest person people I've worked with ever. <laughs> and I was very appreciative of that because most of the time, it's not like that when you're working with a guy. It's especially like a, a guy that's a monster and like, it's, I don't know, it's very rare. So I was really grateful that that experience And he was very... Uh, um, understanding as well that that was I had just come back from breaking my ankle so I was a little you know hesitant because of my ankle he's very 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 easy to work with with uh, the things that you've gone through um, professionally and for anyone that's had to face the obstacles that you've had what would you say to anyone either getting into this business um, that may be faced with either injury obstacle challenge preventing them from moving forward because it hasn't stopped you I mean you've just look for different avenues and to show your craft what would you say to them man woman um i really think it's down to like how bad you want it um it's it's been the hardest time of my life with the whole injury and all that 
Um, like, especially when I've depended on my physical abilities for so long. Like, again, like, I've been an athlete since I was eight. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's, it's, it's the hardest thing, but, um, it's just how, it really is how bad you want it. Like, how bad you want it, how, how you can, how you can stay focused on, on not, you know, on, on, on that positive, the possibility. Like, how, how, how stuck you can stay on that positive and, on, and the possibilities. Like, you just you create your own reality with your thoughts. So, um, like literally, I just uh, I'd say like last week, I just finally have aligned my entire left uh, leg from when I broke it back twice. Mm-hmm. Um, like that, I can actually move it exactly how I used to before. Like exactly. So it's like it's knowing it's just being able to keep your focus on not letting, not letting yourself get distracted. You know. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. No, I think you're doing a great job. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to explain it because it's just such a, such a battle. Well, you're, you have to, but it's that, how bad do you want it? It's waking up knowing some mornings, why the hell am I doing this? <laughs> and then, and still getting on a stationary bike, right? Yeah, having that patience, knowing that, that if you just keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, like find, finding different, you know, finding a way, there will be a way, and, and it will, you will get, get better, and once you're, you know, I don't know, it's just being tenacious. Re- again, like I said, just how bad you want it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are your professional goals uh, for the coming year and beyond? Um, I just want to gain, number one, uh, you know, I, 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 I've always wanted to, you know, have opportunities to make history in terms of, you know, contributing to women's wrestling to its credibility and this and that, but it seems that I always somehow get or whatnot from, from that, um, but I, I've always, that's always been, that's never changed. My, no matter what has ever happened, that's, that's never changed. I always want to put, you know, my dedication and ambition and all of that, all of that energy, I've always wanted to put it towards, you know, making changes, making changes for the better. So if I can contribute in any way, shape, or form towards women's wrestling to make it better or, or, or anything like that, then that's what I want. Or even if, uh, if I decided to go into MMA, then I would want the same thing with MMA, for an example. Like, anything I do, I, I always want to, you know, reach for the, for the sky. Fantastic. Uh, on behalf of Ivelisse, uh, this is Mark Madison for the Pro Wrestling Post Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Pro Wrestling Post Podcast with your host, Mark Madison. Once again, please visit ProWrestlingPost.com for interviews, blogs, and upcoming events in your area. And be sure to download the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor, or whatever podcast app you prefer.